Today's year we begin week number four of Hilchah Tzedakah Meiser by discussing who it is that has the right to receive tzedakah. What categorizes someone as a pauper who has the ability to collect tzedakah and someone who gives to them will be Mekayim, the mitzvah of tzedakah. The Mishnah in Meseches Peya, Perekhes Mishnah Ches, says as follows. Misa Yeser Mesayim Zuz. Someone who has 200 Zuz which is approximately the amount necessary from one's living expenses. Someone who has 200, he should not take the matnas aniyam known as which is the amount that a person separates from maiser every certain amount of years between the two shemitas. That would go to the ani. So, in order to be considered a valid ani to be able to collect these matnas aniyim, someone would have to have less than the amount that he needs for his living expenses for a year, which is 200 zuz. Let's say he had slightly less. If he had 200 zuz minus one dinar, so he only has 199 zuz for his living expenses, then already he's considered completely in the category of a pauper, and he's allowed to take from these matnas anim, afilu elef noisen loika achas hareza yitoil. Even if a thousand people are going to give him at the same time, he's still allowed to take from all of them, because he's considered at that time of taking as a, a pauper. He's considered a pauper at that time. The Mechaber says that the Elof Neis Achas is the amount that he's being given. That means someone is going to give him a thousand Zuz in one shot. So I believe it's really equivalent, but the way the Mechaber brings it down is a few Neis Nemoy Elof Zuz Bevas Achas Hareza Yito. Now let's continue the Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows Hareza Yito. If the monies are needed to pay up a Balchayv or a Ksuba, even if he's still married, he has a requirement to pay a Ksuba, so his, he has the ability to take it because he's still considered, as long as the 200 Zuz that he has are unencumbered, they have nothing on them, he's still considered a poor person. Then another important halacha, Chazal did not require a person to sell his fancy bookcase in order to be considered an ani, or any furniture for that matter. He's not required to sell his furniture in order to be considered a, in, order, in other words, in order to be able to say that he, he got as much money as he could make, and therefore um, he has 200 so he's not an ani. No, if besides for that, his personal items, he has 200 zuz, he's not an ani. But if he's only going to reach the amount of 200 zuz by selling his personal items, Hazal did not require that a person should do so. The Bartanura classifies this halacha, and he says that this is not exactly a a clear-cut rule across the board. This halacha that a person does not have to sell his furniture is only depends on what kind of tzedakah he's trying to take. So let's read the bottom three lines in the, in the Bartanura. 
When do we say that he's allowed to take Leka Chikrupeo? That's if he's privately trying to support himself and he's not coming on to the communal tzedakah fund. Then he has a right to take these certain matnas anim. If he is taking money from the Kupan Shotstaka, he's not being Spanish and Maisayodr for whatever reason, at that point, we're going to calculate it differently. We're going to say, one second, in order to get from the community fund, you have to have exhausted all your resources, you have to have sold your furniture and your personal items, etc. And then, after using all that money, then you're able to apply for this tzedakah. However, if he does not do that, not only can, I, can he not take from the kubo tzedakah, but he cannot take even leka chikupeya until he does that. Because he is, he is throwing himself, he's putting himself onto people, shaloykadim. Again, this is the opinion of the Rav. The opinion of the Rav is that this halacha of selling items is not required only in regards to like a chikopeya ma'aser ani, but not to other tzedakas community tzedakas. The Mishnah says in Mishnah Tess, Parakas Mishnah Tess, Misha Yeshech Hamishim Zuz, someone who has fifty Zuz, who noisev noisem and he's doing business with it, I raise their loyito. He should not take money. From tzedakah, he's not eligible to receive money from tzedakah. What does that mean? That means to say that having fifty zuz that are active in business are equivalent to two hundred zuz that are sitting in the bank. They're not being used because when a person has money and he's doing business with fifty zuz, he can turn it into more than two hundred. He can turn it to two hundred zuz. So therefore, he's already in the category of a person that has two hundred zuz, so to speak. If he's not doing business, then we look at how much he has right now in his bank account, 200 zuz, he's, he's considered a person who is able to make it. Less than that, not. But if he has 50 zuz and he's doing active business, so that's already viewed as 200 zuz because we know he's going to receive uh, eventually more money. So as the 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 Bartanura says on the side, the Khamshin the Avdan Tavin Kimasaim the Loy Avdan because fifty Zos that a person is doing good business with is equivalent to two hundred Zos that are not being used for business. Let us continue reading the end of the Mishnah once we're on the topic. The Mishnah says as follows Bakal Misha person takes the Dhaka that he does not need the mission says that it's going to come to pass that he's going to leave the world having to come on to other people because he, a person cannot present himself as somebody who needs tzedakah when he does not need tzedakah. The other way around as well. The same thing applies to someone who needs but he does not take. He's not going to pass away from old age until he supports others. the person, blesses the person that trusts in Hashem, and Hashem remains his support. So he's going to be Zaycha, he's going to pass away from old age, 
and he's going to uh, have supported other people. And it's interesting to note that the Mishnah, in the first half, when it says the person does not need any takes, it, it says, Aini niftim elam. he doesn't pass away till he needs to come on to other people. But it doesn't say he passes away from old age. Apparently the Mishnah is hinting to an extra level of bracha that a person who's not taking when he needs to take and he doesn't put himself on to other people is going to merit to also have this bracha. Now the Rav points out something very important. The Rav says that this concept of, of not taking if you need to take is not referring to someone who's sitting and starving himself because that definitely is not allowed. That is no head of a person who needs it simply to remain alive, to not come on to it because there's a mitzvah to give tzedakah and he has the right to take the tzedakah. We're talking about, says the Rav, someone who has a side, has a job going on, he's working, he has some kind of parnasa, but he's not, it's not enough, it's just, you know, it's not, it can't make ends meet, it can't have every day the fanciest breakfast or the fanciest lunch or whatever, he can't have the most up-to-date car, so technically, if he would come on to tzedakah in the ways that are permitted, he would be able to have a better, a more, a more luxurious lifestyle. But since he's not coming on to that, he does not, and he's and he's being masakif atzma, and he's not coming on to other people. Therefore, Chazal said that he has the he has this bracha that he's he's not going to pass away until he's older and he's supporting other people. But if he needs it, on the other hand. That's a terrible thing if he doesn't take it. So let's read the words of the rabbi inside. He works hard, very hard, and he tries to subsist on what he has in order not to come on to others. However, if he simply can't make ends meet, and he, and he, he, he forces himself to suffer and to live um, very, very, very bedaychah. A person like that is considered as if he's spilling blood, as if he's killing himself, and you're not allowed to have pity on him because he's not um, behaving properly. Now, we mentioned before the concept of of 200 zuz. 200 zuz is going to be the focus of the discussion right now. How do we evaluate somebody who needs 200 zuz? Now, what's the question? The question is, many times, you can have a person who has money, but he's traveling. He's on the road. On the road, he doesn't have the money. Today, people have credit cards and all those things, but, but many times, in the olden days, and today also sometimes, a person is traveling. He might not have enough money to support himself. The same thing might apply if he collected more than 200 zuz. Does he have to cancel his return flight and book an earlier ticket to go back home? Or no, he has the right to keep on collecting money. And we're going to discuss in Hashem other things. Let's say he has once, one, once in a while kind of expenses. For example, he has to make a wedding or a bar mitzvah or, or he, has to, he has to find a home for, for his child or for himself. So how does that all fit into the requirements of 200 zuz? So we begin discussing a tshuva sarashba. The rashba says in a tshuva, he brings a shayla that someone asked him, and he says like this: Misha yeshloi masayim zuz im yachalito tzedaka. If he has two hundred zuz, can he take tzedaka or not? So what's the question? The question is, 
just like like a chikupaya has this requirement, what about collecting tzedakah from people? Not a community fund. Just to go around and collect tzedakah. So what would be the, the pros and the cons of it? So they say as follows. We'll skip to the third line. Tzedakah ain't a What's the big deal if every single person will go collect tzedakah? Why? Because let's, let's say for argument's sake that the person is not poor. He's not really poor. He just loves to collect money. And he's going around and collecting money. But he also has a mitzvah tzedakah. He also has to give meiser. So he's going to collect the money, and then he's going to give meiser. So he's going to pass on the money to the poor people. So l'chaira, what do we, what do the poor people lose if someone who's not poor is collecting money, if either way the money is going to be recycled back into the market for the poor people? Question number one. Question number two. V'chein mishahu noidid l'merchakim. This is the sixth line into the Rashba. Someone who's traveling to far away, and suddenly in one shot he gets 200 Zuz. Does he have to return home right away? And to spend them and then go out and travel again to collect another 200 Zuz? It's going to be every, every, he'll keep on making new, new plane tickets, come back, collect 200 Zuz, fly back home, come back again. Obviously, there's something that doesn't make sense. So, Aymerani, Hakolafi Parnasasai. The Haomrinon, Mizalfan Yayan Yashan, Vayakoyf Nabimezuz, Lafi Mashu Rogo, Miu Imu Yochid, Loyito Lafilu Misha Yeshle Mazen Besudas, Loyitim and Atamchui, Umisho Noitel Zdok of Ainit Tsar, Vadai Goizel Asanim. So, in regard to question number one, can I collect Zdoka if I don't need it? If a, per- a rich person can go collect and and say, what's the big deal? Either way, I'm, I have my own chiyav of tzedakah, which I'm going to recycle back into the market. A person who does that is considered stealing from the other poor people. The person who's not deservant of tzedakah is collecting tzedakah along with the other poor people. He is causing that the money that would have gone to the poor people is now not going to them. Why? Why? Because what's going to happen is that the person who's giving tzedakah to Ruvain, who didn't need the tzedakah, is going to say, why should I give Shimon tzedakah? I already did the mitzvah tzedakah. I gave it to Ruvain. So it's going to come out that people who really need tzedakah are not going to be getting tzedakah. And Ruvain, who didn't need it, ended up getting it. Paragraph number two, and again, the second shayla, about the person who's traveling. Val if a person is traveling to a faraway place, and he gets suddenly in one shot 200 zuz, then already it's not considered like if he has 200 zuz, meaning to say, because we look at the whole trip like one trip, once he had the right to go out and collect, and he had less than 200 zuz, he had, he's considered a poor person until the end of the trip, and he has the right to collect as much as he wants. So now let's see these halachas, how they are brought down in the Shulchan The halachas as follows. Misha yeshloi mazen shtei sudais. Lo If a person has enough money for two sudais, he should not take from the tamchoi. The tamchoi was like the, the local kitchen, and he should not take from the tamchoi. Mazen arba sudais, lo yitim na kupa. 
if he has enough money for four sudas, he should not take from the local fund. The local fund was money. They didn't give. There wasn't a soup kitchen that they gave you every day. It was once a week, or or less, at least less than once a day. Therefore, they would get it in the form of money. And in order to get that, he had to he had to have been in a category of someone did not have <coughs> who had enough uh, who did not have enough for four meals. If he has 200 zuz, which he's not actively using for business, or if he has 50 zuz, and he is using 50 zuz for business, which we said from the Rav is equivalent to 200 zuz that are not being used, he should not take tzedakah. If he has 200 zuz minus a dinner, even if they give him 200 zuz in one shot, is considered as an oni still, and he has a right to take the whole 1,000 zuz. Hagos says the Ramah that the same thing applies to the case that we said before. And he's traveling from place to place on the entire itinerary that he had set up when he had left. Leaving the house is considered one time. Even though he, they gave him more than 200 zuz, he's able to keep on collecting until he returns home. However, once he returns home, he's not allowed to go out and collect again until he has another uh, situation where he has less than the, uh, the living expenses for the year. The Mechaber continues, Like the Mishnah said in Peah, that if he has money but it's needed for to pay back loans, he's not considered as if he has enough for, for a year. He has a lot of furniture, but he doesn't have, he's still allowed to take uh, 200 doz. Even if it's Kesav Azov, he's not Mechoyev to sell them. Essential items, like his clothing and his Kesav Azov, cups and silverware. But items that are not needed for his personal use himself, that already he should sell them. However, once he wants to take from a public fund, the city local fund, then already we require him to sell his kalim, like the Bartanura had said. We don't evaluate any, any city that has a takana not to give staka to someone who does not who has a certain less than a certain amount. Only how do we evaluate the amount? We don't calculate his home and his kleitashmishin. Someone who is known as an usher as a gvir, his children, as long as they're supported by him, you cannot give them tzedakah and be yoy to the mitzvah because they're supported by him. 
וכל זה דווקא דרך סוכה, אבל דרך דוירן וכובד, יכול לקבל אדם כדמינון, הרייס אלוהנס, יהדה קלישה. However, if it's being given as a present, not in the status of the mitzvah tzedakah, a person is allowed to accept the present if he prefers. Even though there's a concept of Sayyidim Atanas there's also a different way how to do it, which is called the Reis Olehenos, the Anakalisha. He's able to have Hano from it, just like Elisha, and therefore he's able to accept it as long as it's not Bederach Matnasanim. The Mechaber in Siv Bey says something, uh, an halacha which is very important. The Mechaber says, Yesh Oymim Dil Shalei Nemru Hashirim Alolo Elabiyameihem. Some people say that all these amounts were only said at that time, in those days. Avo Bizmana Zeh, Yochel Lito Atshe Yiyelo Karen Kedeshe Yisparnes Hu Avnei Beisim Arevach Udvarim Shal Tamheim. Until a person has a source of steady income, a steady income stream, where he's able to support himself uh, from the from the revach, aside from the actual karen, besides for the principal, he's able to support himself from the interest that it's making. He has the right to take tzedakah, which would put many people into this category. Now the shach, the the recent latin on the side explains that this is only in reference to the private collection, private collecting. If he wants to make a private collection and go around from pe- to people, to his friends, to collect, he's allowed to. However, to accept from the public tzedakah already, then the dinim would be dependent on the shurim that are discussed in Chazal. In Mitzvah Shem, in the coming shurim, we're going to see some examples of what qualifies uh, for the 200 zuz, and when do we say these kinds of exceptions.